welcome to the Book Talkies podcast, a unique show where we take you into the wonderful world of books. On this platform, I, Anirudh, and I, Kaustub, will be conversing about the books we have read and come to love. Our purpose for this podcast is to make you fall in love with books. As we discuss our perspective on some bestsellers and hidden treasures, we hope to persuade our listeners to join us on this splendid journey of reading. And now, let's dig right in. Hello there, Anirudh. How are you? Hey, Kostub. I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic this side. Great, great, great. What a book we have picked for this episode. And... Honestly, this episode aside, thank you so, so much for recommending this book. I genuinely was out of words after reading David Goggin's inspirational and jaw-dropping story. What a guy, right? For our audience, the book that we're talking about is Can't Hurt Me by David Goggin's. It's a mind-boggling autobiography where the author takes us through some really extraordinary experiences within a lifetime that have lessons for all of us irrespective of what gender you are what age what circumstances you've been through what disabilities you associate yourself with which you think limit you in terms of achieving the impossible David is actually the living definition of impossible turned into I am possible so I'm absolutely amazed at what a book this is very well described but Let's take a step back. We knew that this book was doing making around in the, in the non-fiction self-improvement genre, right? Where if we visited crossword, we would see it in in the bestsellers list. But none of us had heard about David Goggins. We didn't know who in the world this character was, and why was there such a hype about the book? But the book cover itself, you know, when we when we saw a very lean man in in a proper you know, army uniform or or a Navy SEAL uniform in in the background as a silhouette was a huge, giant, sorry looking guy. And and then we thought, okay, okay, the book is about this guy, maybe probably some weight loss techniques. And when we picked up this book for the first time, I actually saw the last page of the book. And I think that's what really impressed you on it, right? You know, you also found something remarkable about David Goggins as a character. Absolutely, absolutely. I come from an army background and really, I I think I've said this many times already on the podcast, but uh, anybody who has relation direct or indirect with the armed forces, I really have a lot of respect for them. So this this obviously was something which really resonated in some respects, but was more out of awe and respect for David Goggins. So if I just actually start reading and, and for our audience, you really need to hold tight. Because this guy is a different level altogether. Mm-hmm. So, if I if I just I have a soft copy of uh, the back cover of the book in front of me. So David Goggins is a retired Navy SEAL and the only member of the U.S. Armed Forces ever to complete SEAL training, the U.S. Army Ranger School, and the Air Force Tactical Air Controller Training. And for those of you who don't know who the Navy SEALs are, well, they're supposedly the toughest men in the world. They are the special forces of the US, 
the elitist force who are actually involved in many covert operations and one of the more yeah. popular ones we've heard of is that of Osama bin Laden which was carried out by the navy seals and wow. speaking of that speaking of that kostub have you seen american sniper yeah yeah i have well 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 we all know that's a real story of this legendary yeah. sniper by the name of christopher kyle who happens to be a navy seal again and coincidentally yeah david and chris david being the author of this book and chris being the sniper are batchmates in the navy so they have trained together so you you can right, prepare re- yourself yeah, for what to that. expect yeah. yeah yeah wow yeah impressive yeah <laughs> so yeah oh yeah back back to back to david goggins bio so he has also completed more than 60 ultra marathons triathlons and ultra triathlons setting new course records and regularly placing in the top 5 he is a former True. guinness world record holder for completing 4030 pull-ups not joking 4030 pull-ups in 17 hours and he's a much sought after public speaker who has shared his story with fortune 500 companies professional sports teams and hundreds of thousands of students across the united states and through his book with the entire world yeah. so th- that's that's just his bio on the back cover but kostub yeah. I, i leave it to you to give us some more detail about uh, david goggins life as a summary you know throughout the book he he leaves these breadcrumbs and what defines him is character it, it does not it did not come really easy for him not at all first of all he grew up beaten down and abused his father he had a abusive father okay he was filtered uneducated through a system that rejected him at every turn to racism etc etc until he took a ownership and started to change since then since he started adapting and or accepting the change and really going full guns blazing he has been literally obese twice in his life he was married divorced married again divorced again so really had a tough personal life as well yeah okay as as you as you called out he had two heart surgeries he taught himself to swim and learned how to run on broken legs he was petrified of heights and still took up high altitude skydiving water scared him to the core yet he became a technical diver and underwater navigator which is several several degrees of difficulty beyond scuba diving he stuttered throughout his early years in his primary school but grew up to be- become the navy seals most trusted public speaker and not only that ultimately he had served his country on the battlefield what a guy and and really how many of us <laughs> challenge ourselves to do things we are scared of and look at this guy he is he is scared of heights he is yeah. been a paratrooper he is scared of yeah. water he has been a navy seal so and he he had a problem with stuttering he was the most sought after public speaker for the navy seals so absolutely transformational true and to our listeners guys our intention for today's episode is simple we will not discuss how david achieved what he achieved right we want our listeners so this should be an inspiration to all of us to read this book and actually reread this book okay and read about his life story anirudh and i what we are going to do is share some 
key principles or key guiding points that he has suggested in this in his book which resonated with us the most so anirudh i would urge you to start there's something really fascinating i can't wait yeah. for this all righty so with the context set we are talking about a guy who just doesn't give up who mm-hmm. doesn't believe in the word limits yeah. constantly pushing himself to be the very best version of himself and mm-hmm. he has achieved some feats which normal human beings like you and me if i can say that can only dream of yeah one really interesting instance from the book which i remember was around uh, the time where during his college days david had become really fascinated about the air force so he decided to sit for the entrance exam but flunked twice going really underprepared now in such a scenario what would a normal person do they'll probably just decide okay enough maybe this is not for me yeah this Let is not for something. us this is not for us exactly. yeah let's try something else that's right yeah what david does he goes back home at night in front of the mirror he looks at himself he hates the person he sees looking back at him so he talks it out with himself he says look at you why in the world do you think air force wants a fat aimless guy like you so in that yeah. moment he becomes real with himself he says yeah. if you want to get into the armed forces then you have to change something about it nobody else is yeah. going to come here and do it for you he holds himself accountable for his life and in that unfiltered conversation everything changes for the better and he, yeah. he calls this the accountability mirror something which really yeah. resonated with me he suggests that we all set ourselves goals now yeah. we make them achievable whatever that may be it may be losing weight it could be reading books it could be learning something new or actually improving in some existing facet of life use something like postits and start small and i think the idea of starting small goes back to the episode number 2 where we talked about atomic habits by james clear correct so the importance of starting small and small incremental changes over time mm-hmm. identify whatever your goal is use postits and put them against a mirror which you look into every single day and hold yourself accountable to do those things on a daily basis if you think you are fat if you think you want to lose weight tell yourself how fat you are be honest with yourself tell yourself how ugly you look how unhealthy it is to remain fat yeah and and speaking of that actually there was there was this conversation which i had with one of my friends it had nothing to do with the book really but i can really relate to it having read the book now so th- this friend is a is a budding entrepreneur and was really struggling with his weight and to be able mm-hmm. to set a workout routine in place so mm-hmm. he used to flaunt a, a beard and with that mm-hmm. he used to definitely look good even even though he was mm-hmm. a little on the he- heavier side but mm-hmm. that beard would actually hide off a lot of the fat on his face and through that he was kind of neglecting his workout plans thinking okay i look fine why do i need to exercise mm-hmm. one fine day he goes in front of the mirror he gets real with himself he picks up the razor and shaves off his beard now <laughs> as you as you would have imagined he looks the worst version of himself he tests looking at himself in the mirror people around him his friends and family start making fun of him and you wouldn't believe this actually just changed changes everything he starts running 10 kilometers every single day 
he starts small he started with a one or two mile run every single day a few mm-hmm. weeks later he took it to 5 kilometers then to 10 kilometers and now yeah. with such a simple change just being real with himself he was able to transform his schedule transform his life make himself accountable for what he is doing truly i love it i love it so just just a very small <laughs> snippet to complete david's story with the accountability mirror what he does is he starts holding himself accountable so the guy who was really lazy follows a very lethargic routine who was throughout his school life cheated passed through the different stages of school he decides to use a memorizing technique puts in the hours of hard work which are required and mm-hmm. writes down every single page of the book at least 3 times before the next entrance exam and he clears the exam another another place where he really uses this is for his navy seal selection process so there's this opening which comes for reserves being recruited into the navy and as part of that mm-hmm. process he is required to lose about 106 pounds so this is the first time when he is overweight and he has to get his weight down within 3 months to be able to make it through the cut for the navy what mm. most of his friends say and obviously 106 pounds in 3 months is is by no means an easy target to achieve what most of his friends and family would obviously have said was it's impossible you can't do it so what i would want to quote from the book is his typical routine the moment he heard he had 3 months to lose weight at getting into the navy his typical yeah. day would look something like this i'd wake up at 4:30 am munch a banana and hit studies around 5 am i'll take the book to my stationary bike where i'll sweat and study for 2 hours so 2 hours of cycling while studying after that i'll drive over to the pool for a 2 hour swim from there i'll hit a, hit the gym for a circuit workout doing the bench press in, incline press and a lot of leg exercises with 5 to 6 sets of 100 to 200 reps would you believe it Insane. 100 to 200 reps and then Insane. that doesn't yeah. that doesn't end there he comes back home and then is on the stationary bike for another 2 hours and with that level of commitment he beats all of the odds which are against him and loses more than what is the minimum criteria to clear the navy so you absolutely i was absolutely blown away with the determination this guy has because he holds himself accountable for what he is doing in his life i come back to you kostum it's your turn what did you like the most in the book seek the pain hmm just seek the pain as as i was telling you anirudh it's somehow atomic habits and and can't hurt me for me they go hand in hand if if you remember the mini workshop that i had you know uh, conducted for my family i remember some you know after a couple of hours we were discussing and my father just kept you know he just stepped in into the room and he said what are you what are you guys doing i told i told that the the fundamentals of atomic habits is start small you you will get to know about yourself if you're liking it or not do first one rep then second rep then third rep improving yourself 1% every day he said don't be a wuss okay just be real with yourselves even before he doesn't under, he hasn't read can't hurt me or doesn't understand this concept right <laughs> yeah he said just be real with yourself if you want to do it you do it you you go after it you seek that pain and yeah. i was i was I was saying no that that can't happen but here we have David Goggins as a as a real life example and 
trust me no way this is easy this has not been easy for for him at all during his first 3 months of weight loss journey 106 pounds weight loss journey he was depressed every second day and that's what he says empowered him his failure empowered him he he says that in life there is no gift as overlooked or inevitable as failure you know every one of us each one of us has quite a few and we have learned to relish them and we will actually find clues about you know where to make those adjustments how we have achieved how we have how we have surpassed our failures and accomplished an xyz task i think i think most of us most of us really overlook the failures instead of True. relish them and think about how we can improve in life we don't want to think about our failures we mm-hmm. even think that's a chapter which is closed behind exactly. us we don't want to talk about it we don't want to think about it but this guy exactly. wants to relish the failures wow exactly just visualize it he he says okay he mentions that most wars are won or or lost in your minds he urges people not to focus on what you think you deserve but aim on what you are willing to earn from your failures all of us have failed you know failed in our lives right but we all of us have these examples that hey you know at that time i had this i have faced this hardship but now look where i am you know we always tell this to our to our friends and and family right so that's that's one way of of going out of your comfort zone and it is supremely difficult take running for example running marathons excelling you know cat examinations mba entrances nailing down the upsc examinations it's exhausting and you know at times your mind will keep telling you no it's it's not for you you know try try something else try something easier also at times people around you your well wishers your friends and family they will also they will also say it's not healthy for you to keep pushing yourselves and that is the time where you should tell yourself and tell them to stop it's time for us all of us to toughen up yeah for example you know i i i stand and work throughout the day it's midnight where we are when we are discussing and i'm still standing okay because that's that's my work ethic but my mom keeps telling me uh, no cost of you know you should sit down you should relax you know give your body some relaxation but it doesn't toughen you up it will never toughen me up it will solve my temporary problem it will make me more comfortable for that particular time but then i will keep succumbing to that comfort zone okay it will never you know strengthen me strengthen my core strengthen my mind and that's what i'm aiming for and that's what you know david kept excelling you're already He talking that, david you know, goggins uh, david goggins language <laughs> very nice <laughs> as i said this is an inspiring book man i mean it's motivation will take you to a certain limit okay but but what you have left and you keep reliving you keep learning from your failures and excelling them it just changes your personality how to help us from overcoming from from our failures right it he says he he kind of kind of builds brings out a system he he says he asks us to write down all the good things that have happened after you have served you know surpassed your failures go to as much detailed as as possible just ask yourself how did it affect your life after you surpassed your failure how has it affected your relationships how has it affected your studies how has it affected your health etc etc 
and you should keep reminding yourselves whenever you face some un- unsurmountable challenges he calls that concept is a, as a cookie jar right okay he says that whenever you think you're down and you can't your mind is about to give up just think about the time where let's say you know if you have failed in your engineering uh, entrance examination how your next attempt helped you clear that examination right keep pulling these good memories these good successes from your cookie jar and and that's how you will you know surpass that pain i i have started doing that i started doing that in my workouts you know whenever i know or you know my mind tells me that i can't do one push up or i can't do one one lunge okay i do three more and i keep remembering okay i have done this this is my success this is how i have surpassed my my failure and it just keeps pushing me and uh, it just in the long run i know it will help me very interesting yeah so how about i talk about now that you you touched upon getting out of your comfort zone but i want to take that and talk about the other thing which resonated with me from the book david says that you should try and always make yourself uncomfortable mm-hmm. and he absolutely loves getting uncomfortable identify all the things that you fear identify all the things that make you uncomfortable even thinking about them note them down and start doing them over and over especially the things which you know are good for you and you still don't do them just because you're scared of being uncomfortable because yeah. he says that these things will actually make you strong so it's all mm-hmm. about mastering the mind because our body can take much more than what we can think in a world where so many of us think about the investment versus return mindset we think about how to do how to get the most with the least amount of effort this guy david goggins comes out of a place where he says there is no shortcut you have mm-hmm. to put in the extras you have to put in the hard work there are absolutely no shortcuts to achieving excellence and yeah. here comes in the idea which i really liked from the book was about taking people's souls so mm. you and i cost not literally not literally not, not literally yeah. obviously <laughs> but i think our audience will also understand this uh, in a few minutes you and i cost to be both work in the corporate sector and what he says what he says about working with challenging bosses is that don't find hacks to be able to impress your boss put in the extra effort put in the work that is required to let them be amazed by the kind of person you are so Absolutely. he says work around the clock reach office before your bosses reach and leave after they have left yeah always try and deliver work beyond their expectations so surpass their expectations do the maximum that you possibly can which they might not even have thought of so they mm-hmm. should be so amazed with you that you should take their soul and yeah. there are no shortcuts to it you have to put in the hours you have to put in the hard work i think a lot of people will find this really counterintuitive since in the whole post covid the uh, rise of work life balance and mental well being yeah. we've been all so tuned to spending time with our families spending time uh, for a personal well being but this guy yeah. is talking about putting in the extras putting in the extra effort to challenge yourself and push beyond the limits now to that he has another point which is very interesting he he calls it the 40% rule so mm-hmm. he believes that in our life we are only utilizing 40% of 
of the maximum effort we can put into anything we are doing at the first signs of stress our body and mind indicate to us that it's time to rest what yeah. he says it is at this point that you need to push those signs of pain and stress aside transcend beyond that to be able to tap into that additional 60% of energy which is there correct but most of us actually stop at the point where our body gives us those first signs of okay maybe it's time to put the laptop aside maybe it's time to take a break he says push beyond those train yourself to continuously push beyond the limits that you set for yourself that's the idea which he takes into the ultra marathons so the first time he actually runs a marathon an ultra marathon for that matter is a 101 mile marathon if i remember in the book where with no preparation and just 3 days of prior notice he decides he's going to enroll into a ultra marathon and yeah, test the, the limits heart, of his body heart 100 that's, the heart that's, 100 that's absolutely what it yeah. is so what yeah. what really makes him go through that is his mentality of putting his body through discomfort ensuring that he continues to be in the game not give up and the yeah. fact that he taps into this energy store which is there the remaining 60% which he had absolutely no idea he had so this 40% okay. rule is absolutely amazing now i've tried to apply this in my workouts i used to think with my current fitness levels i can probably do about 10 pull ups and i i generally do about 10 pull ups at a stretch that's the maximum i can do having mm-hmm. read this book i decided to push it to 12 pull ups immediately the day i finished the book it was by no means an easy task i yeah. i i had in my mind set myself the limit that okay once i've reached 10 pull ups that's it for now that's that's all i can do it took a lot of effort it was painful but i tapped into a different energy to be able to pull off 12 pull ups in one go that same day and realize that there is a lot more in me than i i, I had thought and that fantastic. was something very fascinating i absolutely love that from the book fantastic impressed very very proud of you man <laughs> thanks kastav back to you i i think it's it's what he calls as the callous mindset right yeah you know, it's to to achieve beyond your expectations to do not 10 but 12 pull ups for you technically if if you try to you do not you need you do not need a talent to do more pull ups than you usually do that's true correct yeah so you just have to keep an open mind yeah okay? abandon the path of least resistance you know tell your mind you have to do it and you can do it okay sort out the difficult and most challenging tasks and that's how you will actually mine diamonds from the rough our culture we you know we have become so hooked to such quick fixes you know every everyone is on the hunt for that that simple action algorithm that that nets maximum profit with the least amount of effort okay? that's true we we see so many people around us you know craving for that but if you if you, if you really want to master your mind you will have to become addicted to that hard work to going that extra mile yeah because passion and obsession even talent are some useful tools which may, which can take you to a certain limit but is is your work ethic is your is how you train your mind you know that will that's how you know it will back you up and help you in the long run just get addicted to the hard work he says you know that's that that's his mantra yeah uh, and i was i know where i was failing 
during my exercise routine as well you, you know i'm i'm a sucker for these habit tracker yeah right i have this <laughs> habit tracker <laughs> on my on my on my wall since i have read atomic habits and i have a consistent tick against my daily exercises if you remember atomic habit tells us that you should always show up never leave a day where you do not work out or never leave a day where you do, where the habit you want to inculcate you never don't do that i was i was doing whenever i knew okay i have a stressful day i would just do two two minutes of workout but that was happening quite frequently and what the energy i would get from my exercises usually i wasn't getting them it wasn't really helping me and that's where you know i thought it's something is wrong now i know that the combination of the right mindset training your mind that's that's what can't hurt me books like this tells you and the habit building system that atomic habit gives you uh, it's just supreme we know that the number one excuses that we hear from many people even for us we we have also told ourselves is we do not have time we all know we have obligations okay we all of us get 24 hours none of us want to lose our sleep will need time with our family okay and if that's a situation there's a very strong point that he mentions seize the mornings win your mornings i remember david goggins whenever he was i think while he was working on this book and maybe recording an audiobook as well okay he would record till late in the night uh, let's say 12 or i think even 1 am and because he wanted to start his work at 7:38 am he would get up at four do his two two and a half hours of workout and then go back to his uh, work and again do the same thing again come back that's to the studio insane. and record the audio that's absolutely insane unbelievable right unbelievable I want to sleep. but <laughs> <laughs> at the thought of that <laughs> but that's what he says you know callous your mind i have a real life example anirudh and i yeah. i know you also have it my mother since eons i've never seen her getting up or sleeping well after 5 am in the morning even though if she sleeps at 9 10 11 at whatsoever time she sleeps she always gets up at 4:30 and i i tell her that mom you're retired why do you need to get up so early she just she, she just doesn't know why she gets up so early but you know that's the callous mindset that she has trained herself for almost 20 30 years that it becomes very easier for her to start her day even before my family members get up i'm so proud of her because now i know why, why she does it she's like a a mini david goggins version in my family mm, you know that's just true. just insanely proud of her yeah and i think there's there's something to do with the generation before us and then probably the generation even before that uh, my grandparents yeah. generation i think most of the people i know are the kinds who sees the morning it's it's only yeah. us in the so called busy schedules that we have that uh, we feel maybe we are not a morning person but most of the people i know of in my grandfather's gen- grandparents generation for that matter and my parents generation they are the kinds who have a solid morning routine by the time i up in the morning they have finished their exercising yoga they've taken bath they've read the newspaper they've gone out for a walk they've spent some time watching news and they've done everything which i would probably have thought of 
doing maybe later in the day or i would have thought i don't have the time to do in the day mm-hmm. so see the morning is something very very interesting which i really think me i need to work on <laughs> i think ultimately I, i loved that we chose this book yeah that's true that's true absolutely i think we can go on and on talking about this but uh, i want to leave our audience with this thought and this thought aside from the fact that you should definitely go and read the book but the thought from the book is that the mindset which david goggins has his his motto in life is peaceful but he's never satisfied mm-hmm. he is the kind of guy who has had a hole in his heart for half of his life and still performed much better at peak performance when compared to his batchmates as part of navy seal training he has made it through three times in hell week and i'll really encourage the audience to google what hell week is of, of the navy seal selection process and i uh, did and it's not it's not fun <laughs> that's true there are a few documentaries around it as well and yeah. he is the kind of guy who has almost reached his deathbed at a point where doctors have given up but he's got himself out of it by asking mm-hmm. himself what if i tried and this attitude of really fighting it out till the end not accepting life as it is ensuring that you are continuing to be in the game in whatever you take up is absolutely phenomenal and that's what has really yeah. helped him achieve so much in a lifetime so what i really think we should do and i what i encourage the audience to do is start asking yourself what if instead of accepting life as it is in the present the next episode will be a very special one it's kind of the culmination of season 1 but for our audience absolutely don't worry we have a lot of exciting content lined up for you in season 2 the book that we've chosen for the last episode of season 1 is rather simple but amazingly effective it's called who moved my cheese and it's written by spencer johnson who is supposed to be a renowned american physician and author there's there's a special reason that why we have chosen this book as and to end our uh, season with this one this very book had quite a remarkable effect on one of my most revered professors and i we would try to highlight how who moved my cheese pulled him out of his deathbed we couldn't have chosen a better book than this one to end the season we are very very excited to see you in the season finale this brings us to the end of this episode of the book talkies thanks for listening in if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe to our podcast and help us spread the word we would truly appreciate any feedback that you may have so please use the link in the description to leave your comments thanks again see you in the next episode till then happy reading